Thank you for joining us here at the Star Fox Media Small Business Sit-Down. I'm joined here with my guest today, Mike Brick from the House of Vista Skate Shop. Mike, thanks for coming on and sitting down with us today. Thanks for having me. Well, um, we usually like to start off the show with your background, kind of like what, you know, what, what, what did you want to be when you grow up? Like what, like when you were younger, did you know this is what, what you, what you wanted to do? Uh, I don't think so, honestly. Like once I started skating, I was pretty confident that I wanted to keep skating. Mm -hmm. And then I actually started like filmmaking and stuff like that too. So I wanted to keep those two things like hand in hand. Um, and then as I got older, like having a store, a retail store was always something that kind of like fantasized about, but never thought it would really be a reality. And then when that opportunity kind of became more real, um, just kind of like jumped on it and took advantage of it while I could, because I thought that window would close. So Yeah. Well, I mean, retail is definitely an interesting industry, especially at this time. And I'm sure we'll get into a little bit of that later. But um, so did so you started off, you were, you know, younger, you, you just, when did you start skating? Like that was started skating um, when I was probably like 10. And at that time I was living in Maine hmm. um, and my dad is in the military. So we moved around a lot and my older brother always skated and then I kind of just picked it up out there. But then when we moved to California, that was like really where I started like going to skate shops and buying skate videos and realized this was like kind of what I wanted to do. But even at that young age, like you're kind of just doing, you know, what you're magnetated towards. Yeah. So, like, yeah. You just, I mean, I think that's one thing that kids are really good at is they like just kind of live for their passions, right? Like that's, it's like, oh, I love skating. That's what I want to do. Like, that's, yeah. And I think that's definitely something that, you know, people should nurture in mm -hmm. younger kids for sure. Like if they have an interest early on, you should really try to pursue that with them, mm -hmm. get involved and stuff. And, so. And so basically, you, you did you ever want to be like a pro skater or did you think, already? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Like that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and I think until I was like 21, I probably like still thought I could do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, once I started filming and stuff, too, I kind of realized like this was like more of a realistic route. Yeah. That I could be involved in skating still, um, go out with my friends and document it and then kind of make something out of that. And so yeah. I started following that route for a while. And then that led into like some freelance, like videography work for a little bit. But mm -hmm. once the like um, high definition stuff started coming into play, I kind of got like squeezed out because I always mm -hmm. stuck with like standard definition cameras. And stuff oh, yeah. Like yeah. That, so. Well, you know, it's weird because like there's there's pros and cons to that, right? Like a lot of the cool, like high def cameras have kind of come down in price like a lot. Like so it's it's opened up. I mean, even phones having like really good cameras in them nowadays has opened up to a lot of like younger, like people that want to be videographers or filmmakers who didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. But it's like when you have like your thing, it's like, this is working. Like, you know, I, I love this kind of camera. I love this look. And it so, just worked for what I was doing too. Yeah. Like shooting skateboarding yeah. um, for a while until actually recently, like um, actually had to buy like a new camera and stuff recently. But yeah, yeah um, that was like where I was like, thought I would go down that route for a long time. And um, then the opportunity kind of came to open up a store and we can get into that too, which was like, that was a long process even leading I'm up to sure. that. So. How, so how standard def is standard desk? Was it like, like eight millimeter film? No, it was, was it like, like um, cassette tapes? No, there were good cameras at the time. Okay. Um, it was like a Sony um, VX1000. Okay, cool. That I was filming with and I had like a Century Optics lens, which was like the like epitome of like, skateboard filming but then yeah. as just like the times went like tvs and the internet like everything geared towards like high definition yeah you know so after a certain amount of time you're kind of like 
pigeonholing yourself as like this standard definition guy. Yeah. And the whole world is evolving. Well, you get a look, <laughs> right? You get a look that works you do, for you. And, and it does work. But then I think everyone acclimates to like the new stuff too. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's sometimes it's nice to have something that like keeps you, separates you, and like you know keeps you different from the crowd. But I mean, like that's the, when you're editing, you can get looks, right? Like, totally. You, can you, yeah. can you know make a high def camera look like eight millimeter if you. It's easier to dumb down footage than it is to like make smarten it up. Yeah, so that's really <laughs> where it started getting like okay, like yeah. you can make HD footage look like this, but you can't make the standard def look right to the quality of that. So it was just bound to happen sort of you yeah. know it's the way of the world so yeah it's like i was holding out as long as i could kind of <laughs> but with the freelance stuff that's like where i kind of just was like okay i can't do this like commercial work as yeah. much anymore because that right. kind of stuff was needs the, needs that kind of commercial work, so. work. yeah yeah but that makes sense it was i mean fun while it lasted so how old were you, you started doing more of like the video work and stuff was that kind of in between pro skater and re uh, retail it was, it was like during the it was kind of like uh like supplying my like skateboard career like okay i can yeah. make a little bit of money and then Side keep skating game. keep skating but um i probably started doing freelance stuff when i was like 19 until i was around 23 probably oh. so yeah a little young entrepreneur a little bit i had a little yeah. experience with um kind of like running my own business yeah to a sense yeah. um, sending invoices and stuff like that mm -hmm. so at least knowing that, you know, you have to pay your taxes every year. And Oh, well, at the time, I wasn't making that much money doing it. And I right. found out if you don't make, like, I think it was like eight or 12 grand a year through something like you don't have to pay taxes on that. So I was like, oh, yeah. cool. I didn't make enough money. I don't have yeah. to pay taxes. Yeah. But I had to get, like, side jobs and stuff. It was yeah. it was fun, though. I was young. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So then you you were, you know, skating full time. When how, What was, like, the spark that was like, you know what? I'm opening a store. Uh, like I said, like I always kind of dreamt about doing that. And even when I actually did open the store, I had people reach out to me like, I remember in school, you told me you were going to open a skate shop one day. Yeah. And I was like, really? I don't remember ever saying that. <laughs> but uh, that's cool. Like I always yeah. thought about it. And um, the reality kind of came when I really heard that the city was going to build the skate parks and that it was really going to happen. And they had like picked the spots where they were going to be. Mm -hmm. So once I knew they were going to be on Santa Fe, I knew there was no skate shop in Vista, really. Like, there was a couple, but they were, like, really rinky-dinky. Mm -hmm. um, not really, like, skater-run or anything like that. Right. So um, I started, like, looking for spaces along Santa Fe that were within a couple miles of the skate park so kids could get back and forth. Skate to the skate shop from yeah, the skate park. totally. And at the time, oh. the city was, like, they, haven't even, they hadn't even started this whole, like, beautification process that right. they did. So... Mm -hmm. The block was like vacant. There yeah. was a bunch of empty buildings. Um, I think the first place I called was like a weed dispensary. And the mm -hmm. guy that I called was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And he was really weird. So yeah. I was like, okay. Like I kept shopping around. And finally mm -hmm. I found the spot that we're in was um, like the third place I called. And wow. uh, yeah, so. Um, were you just driving down looking at signs and like. Pretty like, much, like, yeah. Looking, I want this one. I, well, they were all vacant. And yeah. so I was just, I was like, I want that one, but there's no yeah. sign in it. And yeah. then I'd find another one that did have a sign. And it was like, people wouldn't answer the phone. And then I found that one and I got in touch with my landlord and just started that whole process. But yeah, um, I linked up with my brother. And at the time, I didn't have like any credit really. Yeah. But he was able to, so we partnered up because he could get the credit loan mm -hmm. and kind of took it from there. So. It's awesome. Yeah, it was no experience, just kind of like 
we're gonna figure it out pretty much yeah. like, <laughs> just like motivated to do it like i know what i want to do and i'm just yeah. gonna try to make that happen so. yeah and so did, are you still partners with your brother today yep. yeah it's just him and i still so no investors no one else just him and me so. that's awesome i mean how's it working with your brother is it it's great um he's like great to work with yeah um some some siblings get along like i get re along really well with my brother we went to school together we did all you know for, for we actually went to college together like the same college at the same time so it was like well, in the same well both business school but yeah we him and i were really tight when we were younger and then when we got older like he got into different things he got kind of more uh legitimate with his life like early yeah, on he got yeah. like real jobs right away mm -hmm. and then he got like his girlfriend married her and mm -hmm. all that and um did the white picket fence thing a little bit yeah i mean as much as you can in southern california right. more like a apartment with yeah. uh, christmas lights on the balcony or something but um <laughs> the equivalent yeah yeah the san diego equivalent <laughs> yeah right but um yeah so he was doing his thing and then i just reached out to him and it our partnership works great because he his strong suits are what i lack in so it's like and he lets me like kind of focus on the creative side of mm -hmm. things and he handles a lot of the bookkeeping and the business yeah. stuff so do you guys actually work in the store like helping customers and stuff like I that work consistently in the store, like five to six days a week yeah so i'm there like all the time yeah, <laughs> yeah. is do you like that is that like part of the reason you like the shop is to work in it or is yeah it... it's i definitely really enjoy it yeah um no i mean i'm not gonna lie there's a lot of times where i'm like oh i wish i was out skating or right doing creative things with my friends mm -hmm. you know i see what everyone's doing on instagram and i'm like oh man i'm just like mm -hmm. in this box yeah <laughs> but, I know. Uh, um i'm used to it now there was definitely like the first couple years i was i had like uh fear of missing out yeah. syndrome or whatever yeah. and i'd be like oh everyone's they'd all meet up in my store and then yeah. go and do their thing and right. they'd come back later and tell me how cool how, the day was and like, i was like sick oh, yeah. and at that time too we were like just starting so i'd be like yeah i sold a board today <laughs> like <laughs> oh I'm, man yeah you know it's so it's funny but now i'm used to it and things you know um have definitely picked up business-wise too it's a lot busier than it used to be yeah which like i mean that makes it a little more exciting right when, yeah when yeah. things are successful you're like having a much better time totally yeah <laughs> and i've always enjoyed it i yeah. love like seeing the whole community come in and like being a part of you know their skate culture and everything so yeah and so like the process of actually setting up the store and getting this all i mean i'm sure it was a lot of work um i'm sure that you had you know buying inventory doing all the like all the retail yeah. things so yeah. how, how was that process for you it was interesting like i said i had no experience i'd never worked in a retail store mm -hmm. either so um i'd never worked in a skate shop i just knew what i wanted from a skate shop mm -hmm. and um so I, luckily I had friends that are in the industry too. And I've been like, a, like I'd been skating at like these, uh, there was different distributors around like this then Carlsbad that would like distribute like all these skate products. So I'd be yeah. around the industry sort right. of on that end. But uh, on the retail side, I never had really worked that side. So I linked up with a couple friends of mine that were their reps for a couple different companies. Yeah, And he gave me like a little tour around San Diego, it took me to like 10 different skate shops and it just, mm -hmm. he was like, I want you to check out these vibes and you know, see what works there. I know you're mm -hmm. not gonna like this store, but check out this one too. And so that was really helpful um, without a couple of those guys help initially getting started and opening up accounts and stuff like that. Yeah. It would have been really difficult right. for sure. So. I mean, but it's, it's cool that coming from not ever working in that before that you were able to, you know, at least you, you it's almost better to have been like, you know, the, your ideal customer. Cause like one of the things in marketing we do is we always pick like, you know, 
make like design your ideal customer who would be the person that would come in and love it so much they'd tell their friends like all that so if exactly. that if, yeah. if you're that person you know your customer very well and i just like know the vibe of skate shops too where yeah. it's really vibey sometimes yeah. like it's like almost like how a record store is where <laughs> like if you don't know what you're looking for you're almost scared to ask sort yeah. of type yeah. of thing um so i knew that like i wanted to be like obviously skater owned but i didn't want to have that like standoff vibe like yeah. where if someone came in and be like, hey what's up like what do you what can i help you with and, yeah you know but also have like a real skate approach to it and not like oh yeah here buy this buy this yeah, like yeah. you know like actually tell them like oh maybe you could go with this or try that instead or yeah it's like hey so. like you like so if you like do you love working with like new skaters or people are just getting into it and, like uh, i do um sometimes like honestly when someone comes in to the store and they're <laughs> like hey i'm new to skating i don't know anything about it yeah. what do i need it can either go both ways where mm -hmm. they're really like open to my suggestions mm -hmm. or they question everything. They're really like, I call them like mechanic clients where they're like, well, what does that do? What does that do? What does that matter? And mm -hmm. that and that. And I, mm -hmm. I get those questions, but mm -hmm. I'm like, as a skater, I'm like, it doesn't really matter. That yeah, much, like, so you know, like they make your board go. Yeah. And, like you're, if you're going to like, you're just, you're starting out, like you just need to yeah. learn. Board or, go good. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't... yeah. Cause then like, as you get like progress at skating, you, you go through your products so quickly yeah. that, you know, there are different mm -hmm. things that have different advantages, but yeah. it's just, so there's the yin and yang to it where I'm like, oh no, like how, how is this going to go? Like yeah. trying to point this person in the yeah. right direction. But with that said, even when a skater comes in, that's like a diehard skater, they can be kind of hard to deal with too, yeah. because they're so like, yeah, like diligent to what they're style is and stuff that you have to like work with i don't know it's all good though I, yeah. I love the variety of it too yeah so it's nice i mean and i think like there's a little bit of that with new skaters are going to probably like if you're in the weeds right you're like, like no 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 just come out of the weeds for me really quick this is a good beginner friendly board like let's just get you getting seeing if you like this exactly. before you're spending you know 200 dollars. yeah on like yeah. on a board that you, like you don't know what you want yet like and everyone wants that different you might things not even be into or whatever yeah so, and yeah. that so, yeah. so it's like hey this is really nice it's beginner friendly exactly. like yeah. you know it's and it's a good middle of the roads so you can see if you want you know your trucks to be squishier or you want your bearings to be faster or whatever you you know and that was like a cool learning process though too like learning how to work with different customers and yeah. you know like cater to what they're looking for and things like that so you know that was definitely fun and i love it too to this day like the different customers that come in yeah it keeps it keeps the variety keeps you on your toes so. i feel like it's like one of my favorite things about this business right is like in marketing and stuff it's like i get to work with so many different kinds of businesses that i get to like learn about like oh i get to learn about retail today oh mm -hmm. today i get to learn about like finance and like like mortgages and like yeah and, and a lot of times we're writing blog posts writing social media posts for them and stuff so it's like you have to kind of know what you're talking about so it's like a lot of research and stuff but it's super cool to like learn about all the different industries and like how they all work and you know what their customers want to know about and all that kind of stuff so i think that having something different and being able to change up your day is just like it's it's i it's necessary totally to i cannot survive <laughs> in like a like a mundane like eight to five like yeah. see the same people every day type of thing i love mm -hmm. like getting to meet every different person seriously yeah. like skating everyone skates so mm -hmm. you get to meet seriously Every, from every different spectrum the full game, yeah but... yeah you, like the full rainbow like yeah. you get to yeah. meet everybody boy girl like old guy mm -hmm. dude just starting out um and skating's much more diverse now than it was yeah maybe you know five or ten years ago mm -hmm. 
um, even five years ago when I first I opened the shop almost six years ago now. So mm. skating changes a lot. So it's cool to see yeah. the progression and I love where it's at now too. So. Yeah, that's cool. I've, I was, I've never been a skater myself. I was, um, more into like bikes, I guess I did like mountain bikes and going down hills and bombing mm. jumps and stuff like that. But, um, there was like a time when I was younger that everyone was a skater i feel like i mean it was like a 90s thing or something it was like i think yeah even when i was younger everyone mm -hmm. was a skater too for like a little bit yeah you know and then but then they all like a lot of people stopped yeah so like i looked into it like i was like oh maybe i can get into it i got like i got my first board like i got all that stuff and i was like oh man if i'm not attached to the board i just fall off it like, <laughs> you know <laughs> i couldn't figure that part out but um like what skate uh, snowboarding Totally chill. Can, yeah. could, can go down a mountain, no even, problem. I think like, I see it in my customers even, like, a lot of the kids, like, they'll be regulars for, like, six months to a year, and yeah. then I never see those kids again, and I'll see other kids that do know them, like, hey, what happened to so-and-so, and they're like, oh, he plays video games now, or he got a car, <laughs> or he got a girlfriend, or, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's very typical of, yeah. like young people you know yeah. you go through a lot of different things when yeah you try out so. things see what what clicks right mm -hmm. like you got to find that passion right mm -hmm. so it's cool to see the kids that stick with it mm -hmm. um and like kind of how like how skating kind of shapes their like uh lifestyle and stuff too right so yeah it's super interesting yeah um, it's very interesting and and so you still do videography and yep and i'm actually we're and... about to put out a new video um that I just filmed. It took a long time. Uh, took about a year because of COVID and everything. Yeah. So it kind of jammed up the whole filming process. But right. we're putting it out on Saturday. And then I think it's going to be like on Transworld and Thrasher in the next like week or awesome. so. A couple of weeks. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. So can you tell us a little bit about what it's about? Or is it top it's a, it's secret? A, <laughs> it's, um, we've been doing like a video series called Home Movies. So we did Home Movies 1 and 2, and now we're doing the third one. And it's just us skating. Like, yeah. you know, it's just all of our friends. Um, this one is a little bit longer than the other ones, and it's just, like, montage-y. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is local this time. We didn't really cool. get to get out, which is interesting yeah. because of COVID. Like, a lot of things were shut down, but we kind of just, like, stayed around here for yeah. the most part. So. Well, it's interesting. I mean, it's kind of coming back to the roots and stuff, right? Cause, I yeah, mean, this one definitely is because it's, like, the last one we're doing with that camera that I was talking about, the Sony VX, or at least for now. And then um, it kind of like has like little shout outs to like our old projects in it too for the people that are like paying attention to stuff like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. I mean, it, and so how, how is it basically running a store in like these times? Like have you had to basically like shut down a lot? During the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, it was scary for a little while. Mm -hmm. It was um, when it first started happening, uh, I didn't know what to do really. So um and then once like the restrictions started getting put into place and stuff like that, uh, we just kind of like rolled with it like day by day and followed every protocol that we could, took every extra precaution, you know, anything that we could do, we did it times 10. Yeah. Um, even now, like we still only let a certain amount of people in the store. And mm -hmm. of course you have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. uh, we were very fortunate though, too, being in retail and not being a place like a barber shop or like right. a bar or a restaurant where- yeah. You know, they really got shut down hard. And mm -hmm. I know people that lost their businesses in San Diego. And um, yeah. it was really uncertain. But then skating, all of a sudden, it boomed, too. Yeah. Like, everyone started because they couldn't do anything else. So, like, Little mm -hmm. League was canceled. You know, mm -hmm. everything was canceled. Summer, any sport was canceled. The beaches were shut down. Yeah. So, I had people come in, and they got their stimulus money. Yeah. So, they had extra <laughs> spending money. 
And they'd come in and it'd be like this dad and like his three kids. And he'd be like, you know what? I'm getting her aboard. I'm getting him aboard. I'm getting him aboard. I'm getting me aboard. We're yeah. all going skating this summer. That's awesome. I was like, oh man. All right, cool. That's so it, sick. The, we had a big like influx in sales, mm-hmm. but then the, the, the backside of that is the distributors. They all started running out of product and then right. they couldn't get stuff in yeah. because of a lot of like stuff comes from China, stuff comes from yeah. Mexico. These factories mm-hmm. were getting shut down. Yeah. And uh, that was, then that started getting really scary because we started yeah. running out of product, but people yeah. still wanted it. And it was, uh, it was really gnarly, honestly. There was times where um, I didn't know what to do and just by like luckily reaching out to the right person, I got connected with someone and they could get me product and oh, we that's got through great. it. So. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I got I got decks, I got trucks, I got wheels, no bearings. <laughs> exactly. And then it would be the next week, we have bearings, we got wheels, we got trucks, we got no decks. Yeah. And then it'd be like, we have no grip. And it yeah. was like that for like four or five months. It, yeah. It's even still like that right now. Like yeah. this year is going to be jammed up big yeah. time. It's it's funny how that's kind of worked. Like my, my girlfriend got um, into roller skating. That was kind of like, you know, that was the thing that was going, like got I also so many people up. calling me yeah. for roller skates that I yeah. was like, should maybe like open yeah. up a little roller skate thing yeah. because you know let's make some money like, yeah it's a big people thing people are asking for it like i i mean i i flip-flop on this where i'm like well if someone's asking for it and i tell them no like i feel like there there's an issue with that too like i should mm-hmm. be carrying stuff that people are looking for yeah so. well i mean but if someone came by and asked you for a sandwich you know it's like well yeah but i mean like if it's close enough. Skate, yeah, you know what I mean? It's close yeah. enough. Well, I think it's important yeah. to be in brand, right? You know, like, you know your brand, you know your customers and who's there but and I stuff. I probably wouldn't carry roller skates in the skate shop. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, you know, that's kind of, kind of how it is, though. It's like, it's like you don't want to alienate your, um, you know, your skateboard, your skate customers with something else. I mean, if they don't care, if you feel like that's the brand, it's in brand to do it, like people wouldn't feel it weird, then yeah, add it, but... I just don't know anything about it too. So that's like, that's kind of my rule of thumb. Right. If I don't know about it, I'm just going to stick to what I do know, which is skateboarding. Yeah. And just focus, it's working. So I just focus on that. For sure. It's like sometimes people try to spread themselves too far, right? Totally. Add a bunch of things. I almost did that. I kind of have done that a couple of times during this whole process. I got so excited with opening the business that I was like, let's do more stuff. Let's try to open a coffee shop or let's try to do this. Yeah. Coffee shop's a nightmare. Anyone that's doing that, shout out to the guys at Steel Mill because that is a gnarly yeah. industry it's just a gnarly startup and yeah the, those guys are killing it so shout out to shay and riley and all those guys yeah sure. i mean we'll ha- maybe we'll have to have them on someday yeah that'd be cool because that's like that's a i mean that is you're right that's it's basically you put all the things together it's like manufacturing it's food it's retail it's, it's a lot yeah there's so everything much at once stuff. yeah so skating and retail it's like hang the board up on the wall mm-hmm. it's pretty simple you yeah know, pay, pay your taxes <laughs> yeah get your business license, get your reseller's permit, you're yeah. good to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I guess they add it adds a couple more dimensions to it, I guess. Definitely handling yeah. food. Mm-hmm. More so what I found out was like the disposal of stuff too. Yeah. There's so much stuff you don't think about. And it's I mean and like I think one of the hardest things for that industry is knowing how much to order cuz things go bad. It's yeah. like retail where your stuff expires. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, so if you order too, coffee is like pretty it, pretty hardy. Yeah, you know, you know like Grind the bean. Yeah. <laughs> I think that like a lot of times when you grind it though, if you don't use it like within like a day or two, right. like, you know, it's stale. Yeah, totally. And yeah, so yeah. like, you know, you have to grind, you don't want to be grinding all day, but you don't want to be like throwing out coffee at the end of the day. So totally, it's like, yeah. there's a lot of weird like inventory things with that, which yep. I'm sure you've had in, in inventory problems too, right? Is like, you think this is going to be sick. You order oh a bunch of it. And then, yeah, that happens a lot. A lot, yeah. a lot of times with shoes, like yeah. shoes are like, 
they're tough. You and it's like a good industry because you make good profits off mm-hmm. of selling shoes. But mm-hmm. if you get something that doesn't sell, you just have a twelve boxes of shoes taking up space in the yep. back and. And I mean, like sizing and stuff too. Like I'm, I'm sure that, that like, too, like, yeah. like, oh, these these shoes are sick. And then you get them, and then like, you know, oh, it turns out people that have size twelve feet don't like these shoes. Exactly. This model, they like don't like this brand. Or so you I, sell like the one size, and then everyone still wants that one size. You're yeah. like, I should just got like a bunch of nines and tens. Yeah, it turns know? out like yeah. But that's something that I think is a learning curve, right? Totally, and, it and is. And you get and, and you dial like, it in. Yeah, and there's always like a like that cost of doing business too. Yeah. You know, so. Um, we save that stuff for like Black Friday and yeah. things like that, and have just like drop it on for blowout sales yeah. and stuff like that, just to like clear our inventory. Hey, cost, get it out. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we even sell it for a loss, you yeah. know, if we have to. I mean, it's better than taking up space and it's kind of. Our store is pretty small. Um, the like the back stock is pretty small, so I almost think about the product renting space on your shelf, and it's like you know totally you got to pay the rent for that space, and yeah. if if it's not selling, then mm-hmm. it's you know totally. Is. <laughs> but yeah, so. And I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, you're getting through it though. And you're, you're, yeah, you're surviving the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, like I said, this year I'm a little worried about because it's, there's still like this trickle over effect of like, mm-hmm. it's tough to get product still. Yeah. Um, and people get mad at you when you don't have product. Yeah. So, like, I want to have product. Yeah. Dude, like, that's what I tell them. Like, yeah. dude, I'm not trying to like, like pull one over on you. Yeah. Like, you know, if I could get it, I'd get it. Yeah. And I would, I like want you think you I don't want to have yeah. like trucks in my, in my exactly. skate shop. Like yeah. you think I like this. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, but like I said, we were, dude, there's some shops that are, we're in really tough positions yeah. and we were lucky that we got in contact with the people that we did and yeah. we were able to get the stuff that we could. And we were doing s- bigger orders than we've ever done, which was kind of cool too, because it like, I kind of, my thought process with like how COVID and it's affected like a lot of like businesses, it's either, it's either like sink or swim, you know, where it's yeah. like, it, this was either, you were already like kind of mm-hmm. going on the downhill and mm-hmm. this kind of just sealed the deal for that. Yeah. Or this kind of jump made you jumpstart into like the next like thought process of business. Mm-hmm. And like, we're doing bigger orders and having more inventory and mm-hmm. things, which is really cool. I was always scared to, mm-hmm. you know, spend more money on product yeah. and stuff like that. But, in the long run, it's helped us out a lot. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I think you're. I think you're right on. It's like there was a lot of things. Like I think there was a Macy's that just went out of business near um, down in UTC, mm-hmm. think, or like that's that's moving out or something. And it was like, and I was talking to someone, and they're like, "Yeah, no, this is." They probably just expedited it, right? Like COVID just it was. They were already kind of like not doing so too well too, because I knew like a couple pizza restaurants that closed down, and people were like. I mean, I, they were like petitioning to keep it open, and the people were like, "No, like we're closing." Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. Know? Like, like, and I'm like, "This is probably like they're like they've been at it for like 20 years, and this yeah. is you know this is the final nail in the coffin." So. Yeah. And there's other businesses like Amazon just absolutely destroying, you know. And it's like yeah. there's so certain things like you know there's opportunities for some, and you know I feel bad for people though that like are like struggling for stuff like that, and then because then there's people on the other hand that are just like having the best years yeah they're sales. raking it in you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it's it's crazy the the yin and yang and the, yeah. the different sides of the tracks almost in that mm-hmm. regards i mean that's kind of i mean it's one of those things where like business is really about being flexible and being able to like you know totally like, like pivot well, we were I lucky guess. too like we didn't i don't have that much overhead and as mm-hmm. far as like i don't have that like i have like one employee and it's yeah. me and my brothers yeah and uh so i didn't it's not like i had to lay people off mm-hmm. or um go through like any of those kind of struggles. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had our, uh, one of my friends came on, I 
think it was like maybe three or four four podcasts ago or something and he'd worked with supercuts and so had a bunch of supercuts franchises and they were talking about how they had to lay off all their employees and stuff like three uh, times or something because of this like they'd open up oh hire everyone back and then like two weeks later they're like nope never mind and that's got to be so tough um for, you know the um, people going to work and then getting told like oh no you're now you're out of a job again and you know like what off do you do? and on unemployment yeah. just the paperwork is like you know yeah i'm gonna go through that like every other week like so yeah i think you know there's things to be thank like grateful for and thankful for and then there's you know you know but then uh, it's not easy right it doesn't make things easy the, there's always that supply issue the, the like stuff so it's like yeah pros and cons right totally so yeah um yeah so other than do you have any more more, more video work coming in the, in right the now, works uh, not not yet i mean we'll, we'll keep skating and filming yeah but, um, taking a break from the the release I, mean, I got that new camera so i'm trying to figure oh, out yeah. how to use it now yeah um and work on some like more like hd projects probably just some small what'd you get i got a hpx 170 okay i've heard of that but i haven't ever used one so it's old like, like yeah. even when i'm looking up videos on how to use it on youtube i'm like well this uploaded 10 years ago this wow. camera's old yeah like, but it's super good um yeah. it's it's like a lot of people use it for skating yeah a few of my friends have it so that's kind of why i got it so we could shoot and like it'd be compatible yeah. you know so yeah we do a, little, a lot of video work here so that's one yeah. of, like i have a uh, black magic camera and then um Sean, our videographer, has these Fujis that are in the room. Yeah, um, cool. But he has three that match, you know, so it's like for the podcast, it's super easy. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, the color correction, everything. It's just set them all to the same settings. Yeah. yeah They're golden. The yeah, <laughs> totally. A lot of, lot less in, in post and editing, so. Yeah. But um, I want to, like, uh, get, like, other kids involved in video projects. Because I do a lot of the shooting and editing myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to, like, reach out to, like, the younger kids that are doing that stuff, too, and give them a platform yeah. for the shop and, like, yeah, like, we oh, should like film each other and like we'll put it on our YouTube and you know yeah. do a little cool thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be a cool thing to put together, like make the next generation of uh, keep them hyped and yeah, keep them going, you know? skaters and videographers. Oh yeah, filmmakers. Totally. Yeah, it's yeah. it's cool seeing kids because skating and filming and photos, it all and music, it all goes like hand in yeah. hand. So skating is just a really creative thing, mm -hmm. and uh, it opens up a lot for these creative kids. Like one of our little riders his name's lyric and he's like the coolest he's 13 he's like the mm -hmm. most creative kid i know he can play guitar and he makes claymation videos oh and wow he skates really good and he he does art and he's just like it's just so cool like i love seeing like the creative side to all these kids and yeah. what they can do outside of skating too right like i think he's gonna have like a future in anything he wants to do yeah so you can just tell those talented people you yeah know, they're just super cool go-getters really talented like yeah. you know there's kids like that are filming like this kid kevin he's super dedicated and he asked me like what do i want to be a skateboard filmer what do i need to do mm -hmm. and i'm like just keep doing it man yeah. just stay focused what so, it takes yeah so you just got to keep doing it till it works yeah just you learn keep and filming meet people and mm -hmm. you'll be surprised where just that will take you just having passion and dedication mm -hmm. and just knowing what you want to get to yeah you know you'll be surprised like how that'll get you there <laughs> yeah so so if if someone wanted to get into you know i i guess just broader the retail industry um like which what what advice would you get give them like on how to start this up well i only have experience in the skate shops so. yeah yeah <laughs> if someone was looking to actually no that's not totally true because um now uh like i started renting these other units that were connected to my building and then mm -hmm. it kind of sub led them to friends of mine that were doing their own um like one of them he does uh, custom alterations and he has mm. his own private label with that too oh, cool. so people come in and they bring him shirts and stuff like that and mm -hmm. then next door we're working on trying to do like a um 
an emporium is what we're calling it. It's like mm. a secondhand kind of like trade oh, buy cool. sell type of thing. Yeah. But we're trying to get that dialed. That's all still like super in the works. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would just say because those guys are doing stuff. I don't, you know, I don't know anything about those industries mm. really, and they're all just really dedicated and yeah. really passionate about what they're doing. So mm. I think that's first and foremost, like knowing what you want to do yeah. and being driven and like kind of you know having the, the like being brave enough to go for it too yeah. so um i think that's the biggest thing for people is this is people stand in their own way right yeah like, and knowing when the time is right jumping on those opportunities when the time is right mm -hmm. um and also networking like reaching out to people in whatever industry you're looking at doing and learning as much learning as much about it from different people even if it's not the way that you want to do it yeah um i think that information goes so much further than like schooling. Like if you, yeah. you know, and I'm not trying to bash on schooling or anything, but like, no, I you think can bash on schooling. <laughs> I went to college and like, you know, it was like college was, I don't like, I don't use any of the things I learned in college. And I, I was a marketing major and I'm a marketing professional. Mm -hmm. So they taught me how to think about things, right. but like there was no like direct skill. That's the so, biggest problem with school. So if people like, especially with stuff like that, I'm like, why aren't there like more like internship? Yeah, and that's programs. That's like, the biggest. thing. I know thing that's is, stuff that you kind of got to do on your own. Yeah, and those students that do that stuff on their own are like mm -hmm. exceptional. I too. did I did two internships when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Like I did one, like I did them back to back, um, and um, one of them turned into my film job, and then you know that turned into me turning like going up and be going from an intern to basically now I'm a co-owner. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, those are the opportunities that yeah. come from those kinds of things. But mm -hmm. if people just go to school and think that that's enough, no, it's not. No. Yeah. It's like, you need to have the knowledge and the experience because mm -hmm. the experience tells you what knowledge is important. Mm -hmm. If you don't have the experience, you don't know what you know, like what of you, what you know is important and what isn't. And you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And, and that's the big problem with it. It's like, I think there's a great place for college if you are if you take it for what it is and add what you need <laughs> totally yeah it's, uh, <laughs> it's definitely like a recipe you know you gotta like it's not just like the one component yeah. you gotta have like the other parts to it and there's sure. and i don't think there's anything you learn in college that you couldn't learn on youtube or Nowadays. on the internet now it is well in certain fields for sure yeah like marketing or yeah. maybe stuff like that yeah um, i mean I guess if you want to be a neuroscientist or something so yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what History i mean for, teachers. for yeah. most industries i'd say you know you can probably learn it online as easy but there's there's a big population that isn't going to take the time to sit there for a year and watch 10,000 hours of YouTube videos mm -hmm. on marketing, you totally, know? Yeah. So it's like, there's, it's a structured thing that makes you learn it, mm -hmm. I guess, which is good. But other than that, like if you're a self-starter and you want to, and you think you can, you know, you know what you want to do and you want to learn about it and you're passionate enough and driven enough to learn it on your own, like you're going to be more powerful than the, than the college graduate for yeah, sure. You definitely have like a little more like, like gusto kind of going yeah, sort of um, sure. you have a little more like direction because you know what you want to do like and i feel like a lot of i don't want to get on a school tangent but i yeah. feel like a lot of <laughs> students are like waiting to be like told where to go yeah or like directed in what to do mm -hmm. and like you need to kind of like have that focus like yeah it's like they graduate they're like sort of, job please sort of yeah, where's my job yeah I, I just i i graduated it's job time no. yeah and it's like so no. i was pretty I, I went to like some years of community college but um once I like was focused on doing the skate shop, I've kind of just like yeah. focused on that. 
Yeah, because I mean, you can focus and learn specifically what you need to do your skate shop. Yeah, I know what I want to do. And the timing thing again, like I thought that was like really important. Some days I think about that where I'm like, man, if I tried to do that now, like I started the shop when I was 25. Yeah, and if I was like, if I try to do that now, I'm 31. I don't know if I have the energy. I don't know if I'm just tired from working so much, <laughs> or if like I just am getting older. But yeah. like I'm like, I don't know if I could do that right now again. Like I, I was in a different mind state yeah. then. So I wonder what I wonder if that's common. I don't know very many. People who start stores in their like you know mid twenties or lower like that that's that's pretty I, young to start a I, store. I think it was pretty young, but at the time I was like super ready, and yeah. I still like I, like at the time I was like this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. um, and I still think that too. Yeah, um, well that's great. Yeah, um, but like going to the city, like I had no no experience. I went with my dad, and I was like signing these like filling out these forms, and mm-hmm. they were asking me like how much money do you think you're gonna make a month, and I'm like sitting there, I'm like how much money? Do you, uh, I mean how many people but. I was like five hundred dollars a month, yeah. and my dad looks at me. He's like five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, he's like you can't even pay half your rent with that. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, no, uh, that's a good point. Uh, but I was just not expecting, yeah. you know, really anything. I was like, this is just what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna make it work. You yeah. Know? So, um, uh, yeah, it, I was pretty young though. But um, like I said, like I felt ready, mm-hmm. and I was like young enough to make mistakes and be able to learn from them and not have them like destroy me too. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, usually the last, the thing we like to wrap up with is like, you know, what's, what's the next step for House of Vista? What's the next step for, for Matt? What's, you know, me? Mike, Mike. Yeah, Mike yeah, as, as said, for Mike, sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah. uh, next steps for the shop. Um, it's, uh, we're just going to stay focused on what we're doing for yeah. sure. Um, keep the path going. Now that the city has, Almost, it's pretty much done with the beautification process and yeah. the road and everything. Like, yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah. That, um, we have a sidewalk again. There was seriously like <laughs> a year that we didn't have a road in the front, a sidewalk in the front. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another thing that I guess I should touch on where even before COVID, like, yeah. all the businesses on this street have been going through hell for that's a true. long time. That is true. Um, we were on, we were basically trying to, the city, it felt like the city was trying to squeeze us out. You know, I don't yeah. want to talk bad about yeah. any, you know, people in the city because a lot of them do great stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, it felt like they didn't want these buildings here anymore. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to try to get rid of as many as they could mm-hmm. build these, um, what are they, like commercial stores on the bottom and then their low income housing on the top. A lot right. of stuff like, like apartment buildings on the top. Yeah. And if you look at a lot of those places, they're all empty. Yeah. Um, the you know, uh, even like the new apartment up the street, like the rent is so expensive and stuff yeah. like that. But anyways, um, just forever, the construction. And I know like now we're going to benefit from it. But yeah. for a long time, it was a big hindrance. It was like you had to make it through the... Dude, we, we're, if we didn't have our back parking the lot, gauntlet. I think we would have gone out of business yeah. for, sure. Um, for sure. And there was other people that were struggling with the same thing too. Yeah, because so. yeah, Santa Fe, the whole road was closed, right? For a long time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I had to go around eucalyptus to get here. So I was like, yeah, and it was redirect you like to the back. And yeah. even that was jammed up. And yeah. wasn't really made to be a main road. Not at all. So, so yeah, that whole, and then that led right into COVID. So yeah. even during that time, like it was, you know, we're under a pandemic, we're under construction. It was, it was a hectic yeah. year for sure. So yeah, I think they, they also have something where if you make the front of your building nicer, there's some funds for it or something like that built into it. Or there was, I, I heard stuff like that, but we yeah. didn't hear, like no one reached out to us yeah. about anything like that. So um, I mean, we're not the property owners too. Oh, right. So right. we're just renting it. Yeah. You're not so. going to put a bunch of money into a building that you don't own. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to make it prettier. Yeah. yeah, you're, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, Hey, yeah. Hey landlord. <laughs> yeah. They're like, my landlords are great, yeah. um, but they live in LA. So they're like, 
Right. They're not around very much. Yeah, that's but, fair. Um, so yeah, next we just want to focus on um, the like the new scenery in front and like keeping mm -hmm. the store filled with product, uh, getting through this next year with the pandemic still going on. Mm -hmm. um, once that's over, we want to start doing events again. We used to do a lot of events in the parking lot. Um, we have barbecues. I miss, I miss those days. Play videos and have skate jams, all kinds of stuff like that. And that really separated us from a lot of other shops. Yeah. Nobody else was really doing that. Yeah. Um, having a back parking lot is amazing. <laughs> um, we're able to utilize it to the fullest. And we're looking forward to doing that again. And from there, just like I said, just kind of stay the path. I'm, I don't want to think about expanding too much because mm -hmm. I've, I feel like I'll lose sight on what's going on. Yeah. in the moment so yeah is um, there going to be a, a house of oceanside or like you know <laughs> people have asked me that yeah <laughs> uh, where would you build another one and i'm like i don't know I, yeah i don't know if i would because yeah. i feel like that might take away for sure from what i'm doing but who knows what the future holds it would be awesome yeah. to have multiple stores and have you know being involved with the different scenes in different places mm -hmm. um but being from vista you know i've lived here for 21 years I skate here, I, I live right up the street, and I work here. Yeah. I'm focused on this community yeah. right now. So once and it's a great community. So Yeah, it is. Yeah. I really I love the people in Vista. They're yeah. awesome. So I know and I, I I love the I mean it's it's unfortunate that, you know, how like streets getting shut down and stuff like that, but I do love the the idea of like, you know It's gonna it looks so great. Yeah. Like I'm the downtown Vista Village excited, area is like, you know, super when the nice. Street now. Lights first came on, yeah. I was like, Oh my God, that it is looks so cool. So and, nice. And now. I'd be so excited about it posting it on Instagram and people yeah. were like, is you, isn't that normal to have like a sidewalk and a parking lot? Like, like, you'd think. You would think that. Yeah. I was like, look at these parking spaces in the front. This is so cool. Like, yeah, people could just like park and come in. And walk on the street and sit yeah. down on the bench right there yeah. and the lights come on at night and mm -hmm. Even though there's not that many people walking on the street yet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. There will be. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. Maybe it's a COVID thing. I don't know. It might be that too. Yeah, yeah it could definitely be that. Yeah. And so if people wanted to find you on the internet or or come into your store, um, could maybe for the people who are listening, like how would they find you? Uh, you can find me on the internet at, um, on Instagram at like the House of Vista. That's our handle. Mm -hmm. So the House of Vista or um, we have a website. We're actually trying to update our website, mm -hmm. but um it's the house of Vista at biggartel.com. Mm -hmm. um, you can find us in location at our store seven mm -hmm. days a week. Yeah. Which is on 637 Santa Fe Avenue in Vista. Um, come by. We got the front door open. Oh, I love <laughs> so, it. Yeah. Um, and and uh, we have a YouTube channel too. The house, mm -hmm. I think it's the house of Vista. Cool. So YouTube slash the house of Vista. So That's find great. our videos on there. Our Instagram is always updated with product and content and stuff like that do they so, have your um your old films on the youtube channel or do you... some of them um but mostly it's like new stuff yeah i when i started the shop like all the stuff that's related to the shop yeah so i do have a bunch of old videos but they're on a separate and if channel. someone wanted to watch the wanted to watch the original films you made where would they where would they find one and two you gotta find them you gotta find them <laughs> Yeah, a DVD only in our store. No. <laughs> yeah, DVD for purchase only. Yeah, at the House of Vista. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming in and taking no worries, the time man. to sit Thanks down. For me again. And uh, I hope the, the best for the House of Vista. Cool. And uh, everyone, come on and uh, go and visit them and buy some skateboards. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks.